Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Connor. Hey, Brittany. So entrepreneurship is a big theme and part of what we do here, I think, because one, we're just very passionate about it. It makes the market go round. In fact, Connor, if you want to talk, I know we've talked about this before, but a little bit about the children's entrepreneur market that you work on. Yeah. Yeah, no, that uh, this is a big project that we're actually taking nationally. So uh, let's see, this year we're in Utah, Arizona, Colorado, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, and Michigan. Next year, we're hoping to add 10 more states. So these are kind of like farmer's markets, but uh, but the kids run the whole show and they sell all kinds of stuff. And so if you're interested, you can go to childrensentrepreneurmarket.com. Awesome. Yeah. So that kind of gets us into this. I wanted to start doing a series where we pick one kid entrepreneur and have an episode about them. And we did one before uh, with a girl who created, it was like socks where you could keep your like phone in your wallet, which I want to be honest with you, love that she made a lot of money. I'm still confused <laughs> on how it's comfortable, but people love it. She's a millionaire, so it works. But today I want to talk about a really young entrepreneur who was just so adorable when I saw his pictures. And he actually did modeling before he was an entrepreneur. He was like hmm. three and he was doing modeling. Um, so interesting kids. So yeah, so stories of these kids who are successful, I think, can be a really big inspiration to all you kids listening out there who want to you know, create a, a product and start a business and maybe head over to the children's entrepreneur market when it comes to your state and try your luck as an entrepreneur. So today I want to talk about a boy named Oliver or Ollie, and I'm going to ruin his last name. It's it's French sounding, so it's Friquier. We're going to we're gonna pretend that was how it is, but Ollie, we're going to call him Ollie from now on. He's 10 or 11 now, but he started his bath bomb business um, when he was six years old. I'm going to explain what a bath bomb is. So a bath bomb is like like a, a ball of, it's almost like talky, like chalk, but it, it you put it in the bathtub and it fizzes. So it's like a fun little... Yeah. Like to make it's like a spa treatment, you know, it 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 makes you feel fancy when you're taking that kind of like bubble bath. <laughs> um, that's that's the only way I can think to describe it. But I think about it, I've never oh, actually boy. used a bath bomb, but I do know what they are. So so here's that's what Ollie started when he was six years old. And here's one reason I picked him because I thought this was really interesting. So when I heard that he was a model, the first thing that came to my mind is like, oh, you know, his parents are one of those showbiz families where they wanted to make money off their kid and 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 made a model. Um. <laughs> But part of the reason they had him do it is because they wanted him to learn, because they were business owners themselves, how work equals money. And that is something that as a six-year-old was very much ingrained in him. And I don't know that a lot of kids get that lesson. I don't think I really understood that lesson until till much later in life. So he loved modeling. He actually, he would always like bring in pictures for show and tell because he was really proud of it. But he was also really proud that he was able to earn money from his work. Yeah. So Ollie's idea came to him when his mom, I think, made bath bombs to give away for presents and like stocking stuffers for Christmas. And um, again, they were business owners. And so like they kind of had this business savvy. It almost feels like entrepreneurship is sometimes in your blood. And it's more of like a when you, I think when you grow up around people who are entrepreneurial and you see the way their their minds work and how innovative they are, that it kind of makes you want to do the same thing, especially if both your parents are. So when he saw this, he thought it was so cool. And he got this idea that he wanted to learn to make bath bombs. So Ollie's Fizzy's Bath Bombs. 
are uh, the the company he came up with. Now, bath bombs, again, are these usually – they're just like in little balls. They're colors, though. Sometimes they're like purple or red. They're fun little colors. Right. But they're marketed for adults, right? They're not really – kids don't really go in and say like, oh, I'd like a bath bomb. Usually, at least when I was a kid, you had like the bottles of bubble bath that had like a character's head on – do you know what I'm talking about? Like on the oh, – yeah. Like yep. on the, the lid or whatever. I remember – and I would always dump the whole thing in at once. My mom would get so mad and she wouldn't buy them for me very often. But um, bubble baths were so exciting when I was a kid. So Ollie wanted to make these bath bombs really fun for kids. And so not only did he make them in fun shapes, like they're like unicorn shapes and just cool things. Like when the bath uh, bombs disintegrated, there was a toy in the in the middle. So that that was really cool, right? So it's something that kids could look forward to. It's almost like I don't know if they still do this. When we were kids, there would be like a toy in a cereal box. And you had to oh, like yeah. dig for it. I don't yeah. even know. Are people, do kids still eat cereal? I know now it's like people are like, oh, it's all sugar, which it is. But we did, we ate that when I was a kid. So we <laughs> I don't a know lot how of it works. That people don't eat anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we do. Um, so yeah. So he made this. So it's kind of a fun way to get kids to want to go do bath time because I know that when I've, you know, babysat my nieces and nephews, it's hard sometimes to get little kids into the bath. And I think also because they know it's, it means it's almost bedtime, right? And one thing I like about these entrepreneur stories, and I actually got this idea from the way the Tuttle Twins villain book is formatted, and that is it's really great to tell a story of someone you're going to get something out of that. But at the end of each chapter of that book, it's about like the lessons we can learn. And I really like that. And so when I'm sharing these kid entrepreneur stories, one of the big questions I want all our listeners to be asking themselves is like, what problem? was this entrepreneur solving or what question came to their mind that they wanted an answer to. And so in, in this case, it was something like, how can how can we make bath time fun for kids? And and this bath bomb idea brought Ollie so much joy that he thought it would be great to pass it on for other kids. But here's the other thing. Before he started the business, he wanted to make sure that this idea had legs, as they say, like that this idea could actually go somewhere. And so he had the idea to do product research and I think every story, the parents are always like, oh, he thought of it all on his own. And you're like, did he? But but it, after like seeing some interviews and stuff with this kid, I'm like, I'm actually, this kid may have come up with this on his own. Hmm. So he wanted to do some market research to see if other kids felt as excited about these bath bombs as he did. And so for show and tell, his teacher asked everyone in the class to bring something that they had made that made them feel really proud or very creative or very excited. And so Ollie, of course, brought these bath bombs he made and all the kids loved them. They went crazy for them. And so then he decided to make one for his friend's birthday. Everyone had to bring a gift. Like it was a birthday party. And his friend loved the bath bomb he made. So he's thinking, okay, there's demand for this now. This seems like this could be a good idea to turn my idea into a business. And his parents were obviously very business savvy already, like I said. And they're also very supportive. And so they were helping him run the business. So his dad does all like the graphics for the marketing and the packaging. And it was funny. One of the the mom was like, and he has to help carry like the stand when they set up at like farmer's markets and stuff. So the dad's the muscle is what they called him. And then the mom actually makes the bath bombs. And then Ollie does all the like product testing, deciding what toys and what shapes they're going to be in, the actual packing and the videos. And this was really cool. So he did a bunch of like YouTube marketing videos and he's got a background in modeling. So you know, he's he's okay with being in front of the camera and he's just so such a cute little kid. So he was able to take this idea and start, you know, making it into his own little empire, which I think is so cool. And I'm always, to be honest with you, Connor, I'm always a little bit jealous of these kids 
because I think like, oh, why, I, why didn't I do that when I was, <laughs> why didn't I come up with a better business than fixing mechanical pencils, which I did make pretty good money off of. But I was also kind of swindling kids because I don't think their parents knew they were giving me lunch money to fix their pencils, but they made the decision. <laughs> so anyway, so I want to talk about lessons we can learn. And one thing that, that I think everybody at any age needs to hear, and that's that it doesn't matter how old you are. That, and that goes for how young you are, how old you are. If a good idea comes to you and you, you are, are determined to make it happen, I think you can make it happen. And I think, so I go through a lot of these stories before I decide which entrepreneurs to profile. And I'm trying to think, so far I think he is the youngest, but I want to say there was one where someone was maybe a year or so younger. But it just, it really inspires me when I see that. Connor, I'm curious, as you've gone to these entrepreneur markets, what are the youngest, some of the younger entrepreneurs? And not the ones, I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, buying chips and water bottles and reselling them. I think that's a that's a great, you know, hustle. But as far as like a kid who has come up with a product or an idea or a service, what is the the youngest you've seen? Well, I've seen um, among the younger kids, I've seen them playing with a 3D printer with dad. And so learning how to create little That's fun. Uh, little animals and things. Uh, I, I bought one from one of these kids. They created an octopus uh, that was purple. I'm like, this is perfect. It's the creature from Jekyll Island. From oh, book. yeah. So it's sitting on my shelf now. And uh, so I've seen like 3D printed stuff. There was this young girl who knew how to play the ukulele. So she was offering 15 minute lessons for $5 and she'd teach you a little song. And it was awesome. I did it. I, I, uh, I signed up and sat at, her, at her booth. Um, I don't remember what song it was, it was <laughs> a while back. We've done, we've done our markets for five or six years, six oh, years. Wow. Yeah. Um, so they've been going on a while. We, you know, we get a lot of food, uh, just at the last market I was at, there were these kids who were, they had a mini fryer at their booth and they were making donuts oh, so they'd lay out that's the dough really cool cut it all so you get donut holes and uh and donuts and they'd cook it right there in front of you and it was it was awesome so yeah you get a you get a range of stuff we had uh you know when we have mother's day uh, we'll get a lot of like flowers or custom greeting like handmade greeting cards uh that people will make it's just it's so fun to see the creativity too because there are things that kind of like you were saying a minute ago you know why didn't i think of that or why didn't i do that when i was young and I see some of these kids and I'm like, wow, that's like super, uh, super clever. And okay, I'm, I'm going to share the idea. I've been trying to get my kids to do this at our children's market and they haven't taken me up on it yet. So maybe I'll just throw this out there into the universe and some of you kids might find, uh, find this idea interesting. So I was telling uh, my, my son, he should learn how to make chewable dog toys. You can use old t-shirts and cut them into strips and like tie them together in different ways and you know different color fabric and so forth but just like a little like pull toy you know like to especially for like puppies and things but like you can uh mess around with the puppy so there's all these articles online you can find out how to make them i'm like man th this is a great product because you can get used t-shirts for free or for dirt cheap you know or just go ask the neighborhood or ask family members hey give me all your you know old shirts you want to get rid of and so you can get almost free uh, inventory and then it's only your time to like cut them up and and tie them up and maybe you charge three bucks or five bucks or whatever but like that's almost pure profit uh which is awesome for business so that was that was part of this project the other part was my daughter who likes to cook a little bit i suggested to her that she learn how to make uh, dog treats 
uh, and, and even make them like, you know, organic and healthy or whatever. And, you know, come up with, uh, find some recipe online and make dog treats. So then I was like, guys, so we have a booth and you have dog toys and you have dog treats. And then you find someone in the neighborhood who has a puppy and you, you rent the puppy for the day. You say, Hey, can I take the puppy off your hands? And you just sit at your booth with this cute, adorable <laughs> little puppy that everyone is going to want to come yep. see. And all of a sudden you're like, it's like a magnet for your booth to come, you know, draw people there. And then they're like, oh, I want this for my dog. And then they walk away with some products. So I don't know. My, I've been telling my kids this is a, a genius idea, but they haven't taken me up on it yet. But but these are the, the types of things that we see a lot of kids do with their own initiative. I, I had a kid who made custom uh wood pens he he his dad taught him how to do i think it's called a lathe uh oh, where yeah, it like, yeah. spins mm -hmm. the wood yep. and you can like cut it down and so he had made these beautiful little custom pens and he put a put a little uh, ink thing in the middle and and they worked great and it was awesome um and so i bought one of those so it's it's just fun to see like and, and and i'll end with this like i i don't think that every kid necessarily needs to be an entrepreneur like, I don't think everyone is wired that way because being an entrepreneur is, is really, really hard work. And some people are just fine to have a normal job, have security and so forth. And that's fine. But what I think is powerful about every kid experiencing entrepreneurship is that it trains you to think of other people, right? We've said before that entrepreneurship, it's about creating value for other people. It's about going around your neighborhood and looking and saying, what do all the houses around here need? Oh, look, you know, we get a lot of bad weeds in our neighborhood. What if I started a, you know, a, a service, you know, pulling weeds or, or, Hey, there's a lot of older people, uh, but they have lawns. Maybe I can offer to mow their lawns or, Oh, we have a lot of dogs. I'll, I'll clean up, you know, dog doo-doo on people's yards, like identifying what other people's problems are. And then you go solve those problems and they will pay you money. Um, you know, literally today, like I'm so busy and my wife's been out and I've been out. And, and so we've got a bunch of of weeds in our yard so i paid someone else to do it it's like i don't have time the weeds are getting big someone else needs to come fix this there's so many problems we have in life and if you can be the solution to someone else's problem you can be like ollie i mean you know maybe this, i don't know what the solution and uh, the problem is for uh, bath bombs i guess it's just you know you need to smell good and or getting and, kids to want to take a bath at yeah night. okay there you yeah. go have some fun with getting in bath time i, I like that so for parents, they can say, hey, this is a fun way to keep my kids entertained and engaged in, in the bathtub. Um, so so whether you're not, you're going to be an entrepreneur for kids, it's really good to think about problem solving. And it's good to think about how to create value for others, even if you never end up in an entrepreneurial you know, company of your own, no matter where you work or what you do, those are the attributes like Ollie that you're going to think outside the box. You're going to be creative. You're going to help other people. People are really going to like to be around you when you have this type of mindset because it's just it's so helpful to have someone who's trying to fix problems and create value. So all these stories inspiring. There's so many more. Uh, again, for the parents, the website, if you're interested in the markets, is childrensentrepreneurmarket.com. You can find it all over social media. If we're not already in your state, we'll be there soon. We're taking this project national. This is a Tuttle Twins project. Uh, so we're really excited by it. We have a ton of fun and hopefully we'll see you at one of these markets. Brittany, great as always talking. And until next time, talk to you later. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.